0: Well, hello everyone. I am Matt Williamson coming at you again here. To talk a little Steelers and please check out my article. It's up live now and uh, leave me some comments. And it's, I'm going to talk it through today with you guys that a few little changes they could make. You know, they've nine days to prepare from that awful loss to an unbelievably crucial game in Indianapolis. What are some realistic things they should change up? No, not one of them. Fire the whole coaching staff, trade for some quarterback. You know what? Outlandish stuff. Why didn't they sign Joe Flacco? Blah blah blah. This is the hand they're dealt. They can make some small changes in nine days, and it's certainly time to look in the mirror for every one of them, including the coaching staff, front office, everybody, and say what could we do to make ourselves a little better. And mine is my article is basically personnel changes, and. One of you, I assume you're listening, if so, great, suggested this, which I didn't put in my article, but I probably should have, is it's too late now because I'm recording this on Tuesday. I guess it is, but at least it's something they should have considered or at least kicked the tires on, is replacing Harvin at punter. He's just too inconsistent. I mean, I see the allure. If you go to training camp or you're around him punting the football, It's easy to see the allure. I mean, he booms that thing, particularly to his right, but he really has a powerful leg. But it's been too much of a trend that when the weather turns or later in the year or just in general, there's too many inconsistencies. Now, there's not a ton of great punters on the market, contrary to popular belief. So, I I don't know who would be better, but at least I think you had to, within the walls, consider... Hey, is he good enough? And certainly this offseason, at least bring in some realistic competition. You know, spend a million or two on a veteran punter or something. You know, now there is a little more to it that most people won't think matters. But that long snapper holder kicker triangle is very important. And Boz is on a tear. Do you want to mess with that just to get one more consistent punt every three games or whatever. That's how you have to weigh it. So just want to throw that out there. I have one more defense. I have one defensive change that I talk about in the article too. And Michael Walker needs sat down. I mean, he's played 185 snaps now as a Steeler. And the Cardinals and especially New England to start the game with a week of prep immediately just went after this guy in the passing game. I mean – liability is being kind. Yeah, I I put a video in there whenever he gets that interception to. Boy, does he look slow once he gets a ball in his hands. Like what's going on here? And doesn't change directions great. He's just not all that instinctual in coverage. I think he needs sat down and maybe back to the practice squad or whatever, but he's not getting it done. As we talked about after the game, Roberts played 46 of a possible 57 snaps. Walker played 25. Blake Martinez played 21, mostly late. And Mark Robinson played six. Uh, Robinson might not be an NFL player first. First of all, I've told you guys that. I have been quoted often of saying when they drafted him, he was a year away from being a year away. He may never even be a year away. But Blake Martinez... And Miles Jack's still looming out there. I wonder what it's going to take to rev him up. But Blake Martinez in the second half of that last game was much better than Walker. So I think you just kind of say, Blake, I know you're about to turn 30. I hope you're in prime shape. I don't know how much you, I I know you haven't played a ton lately, but he averages about eight and a half tackles per game over his career. He's not going to blow you away as the best athlete on the field. But he's been an NFL linebacker. And I think you hand him the job and say, Blake, it's you and Roberts. Can't roll with Walker anymore. Robinson's not the guy. We'll see how Miles Jack's warming up, you know. So and and then you also get Keanu Neal back. I I assume I think he's ready soon here, a week or so. That in dime, he could be your linebacker. You could take Martinez and Neal off the fear. Martinez and. Roberts off the field and put Neil in the middle of the defense as your dime backer with one backer on the field or match him with one of those two in nickel, you know, because they're not ideal cover people, you know, Roberts and Martinez, but they're NFL linebackers, which has not been the case of what they've been trotting out there lately. So that's definitely a defensive move I would make and be shocked. I'm almost shocked if it hasn't starting to come to fruition anyway. Quick break and we'll talk about some offensive stuff. So I feel like this offense is lacking leaders and I'm not saying they're a bunch of kids or, but boy, they could use the Castro or Pouncey. And by all accounts, Mason Cole is a good leader and looked up to, and he definitely has a very good head for the game. He's just not good enough at the game. You know, you, your leaders can't be Alan Robinson and Mason Cole who aren't good. <laughs> His snaps have become really problematic And even the ones that aren't botched. I mean, if you have to move your eyes, your head to adjust to a poor snap or one at your knees, it just screws up the whole flow of the play and the timing's off on routes. So his snaps have been really problematic. And frankly, he's not a very good run or pass blocker. Center is going to be a major offseason need, in my opinion. I know Siamalu can do it. Daniels has done it. Herbig has done it. I have no clue of those three who is the best shotgun snapper of the group, but I would strongly consider making Herbig my starting center or Herbig a guard and move one of those guys in, whatever. But why mess with the two guards if you don't have to? Daniels is playing really, really well. Siamalu's been worth the money. He's a good player. So I think... If you trust him as a snapper, which I have not scouted, Herbig is as a, as a long, there's a shotgun snapper. You consider him and maybe you'd even consider Spencer Anderson, who's really impressive in camp in the preseason, kind of a forgotten name. And Cole does have a great head for the game, as I mentioned, which is extremely important at the center position. But Siamal is considered kind of a savant. I mean, he could handle much of those duties if Herbig or Anderson or whomever can't. And I understand that's a tough move and not really a Tomlin-like move to demote someone that's respected like Cole. But he's just not good enough on the field. I think you need to look at other options. So here's another one that's just a small thing. But before the New England game, there was never a game where Warren and Najee were on the field for more than two snaps. Pony Package. Usually it's like one snap a game. Now, the most recent game, it was seven. Well, Matt, that's not that big a deal. Seven snaps. It is when you've never done it before. And I'm suggesting to do it more. And the reasoning behind it is I think your five best... Offensive skill guys are Friarmouth, Pickens, Deontay, and these two backs. It's not Robinson. I understand Washington has value and Hayward and we'll get Austin out there some too, all that stuff. So I'm not suggesting this is your base package, the pony. But five to ten snaps a game, maybe ten to twelve snaps a game. Because both these guys are good route runners, and Trubisky's a good runner. Well, why does that matter? So if you're in 20, if you're in this pony, and the defense plays base, you can put Warren in the slot, Najee out wide, vice versa, detach them. And you're gonna get matchups you like against heavier linebacker types somewhere, either Friarmuth or a back. And you can still run quarterback draw with Trubisky, you know. So it's something I would explore more of. I would also consider putting Chooks in the game a little more, assuming he can get there on time and everybody can align right as a sixth offensive lineman. That's a big That's a big thing of mine, to be honest with you. The other thing that's odd to me is since Matt Canada has been let go, Warren's role has shrunk. Now, it's not a huge sample size, but that makes no sense to me. And again, it's not a slight of Najee. It's not a slight of anybody. But he's a tremendous player. And if anything, he needs more, not less. And then I, I am always on this guy, but Alan Robinson, again, logged 41 snaps for the year. He's averaging 46 and a half snaps a game. It's exactly what the opponent wants to see. I mean, Calvin Austin got 21 snaps against the Patriots. Maybe it's time that he gets at least that over 40 snaps a game for Robinson anymore. Just does the the defense too many favors, in my opinion. I I don't get it. I know that they value a big blocker out of the slot. I mean, heck, they've been trying to get Claypool to do that. And Boykin comes in as a major tell that they're going to run the ball. It's just not valuable enough. I mean, 20 snaps a game of Allen Robinson and catch one ball and convert a third down and block some linebackers, fine. But a high percentage of the snap, two-thirds of the snaps, things like that. No, it's just too easy to play against. So more Pony, more 6-0 linemen, but those are minicule. I mean, they're a small percentage of the time. More Austin, you know, all that equals less Robinson. And I think that needs to happen. So go check out the article. Leave me a comment. Most of you are extremely kind about that, by the way. Thank you. Um, Over and out.